0: Hello everyone and welcome to It's Your Season Life, where we are discovering and living life at any age. I'm Lisa Boson and I'm here to introduce you to people like you and me who have rediscovered themselves, stretched their abilities, and to me, kept their light under a bushel basket. I hear their stories and think, wow, that is so cool. These are ordinary people doing the extraordinary. So what are we doing? Well, you know how you'd love to hear your peers succeed, get inspired by those who just try? That's us. That's ItYourSeason.Life. Don't forget to follow us on our website, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I'm there sharing weekly updates and, of course, what's in season, be it people, food, feelings, and nature. So let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to It's Your Life podcast series. I'm so excited about our guest today. We're just going to launch right in. So I'm going to introduce Shelly Roth to you. She is an amazing speaker, author, and social media entrepreneur. Personally, I have known her for 15 years, and when I met her at a social media conference 15 years ago, I knew this was someone I wanted to keep in my universe. She has not, it, I don't even know what you call it. Is it transformational? Is it just this continual, increasing authenticity, just clarity of self, always going out, and just enhancing other people's lives? So she has helped, she, that you should, Here's the deal. I'm going to need a lot of corrections. And Shelly, I'm totally okay with you correcting. So I'm going to read your bio for now. Shelly has helped hundreds of organizations transform old perceptions about business leadership and marketing. Companies and individuals alike trust Shelley to simplify solutions for seemingly complicated business challenges and incorporate those solutions into actions. With almost two decades of training businesses on the power of digital and social media marketing. As I said, that's how I met her. Amazing. Shelly now works with companies to create inclusive practices, answer questions, and promote understanding related to the gender, non-binary, and transgender communities while building inclusive environments for all. This is the giving back. This is the helping others understand each other. This is how we get better. These programs are presented with the goals of fostering more accepting conditions for all individuals. Regardless of their gender identity while raising awareness and providing structure for becoming an ally for gender non-binary people. Shelley's obtained a master's degree in education and counseling and a master's in education educational administration additional they have completed University of Pittsburgh gender and sexuality diversity and inclusion in the workplace course through courser and their business springboard ventures which we want to hear more about for sure she's uh springboard ventures has been recognized as a certified lgbt business enterprise trademark by the national lgbt chamber of commerce welcome shelley and yeah give us a shout out
1: well lisa it is so cool to catch up with you and i'm thrilled to be here and that you asked me to share more of what i'm up to um Gosh, yeah, Lisa, you and I go way back. I kind of can count it in, in books because I remember you were at several of my book launches. Um, and this is book number five. So this interview is very, very, this podcast is very timely, um, with my new book coming out. So you tell me what, where you'd like me to head and, and I'm happy to share any part of what I'm doing with, uh, with your listenership. How do you say that? <laughs> listenership? <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, I think that'll work for today. All right. And, and, you know, before we get started... Just, you know, you and I have talked about this. I'm just going to ask forgiveness because I know I'm going to make mistakes. And, and part of this is to help all of us gain understanding and and certainly for me as well. So I'm just going to ask forgiveness if I, as I go through this and, and make some mistakes. Um, and it's only to, to, you know, help me grow as well. Speaking of growing, that's actually how, yeah, the first book was Give to Grow and I was – so impressed with that methodology, and then you went into shedding your sales shark but so just help us get started how How did you get to this place
1: how did you yeah get well, you know um the first books were on social media and and that was just kind of a natural progression because social media, when I started doing that wow, has it been like almost 15 years ago, was brand new and nobody was doing social media. And there were a lot of things that uh, jumped out at me. And the first book was called Get Real People. And it was about how when we're online, we have to have uh, the ability to read somebody's digital body language because we can't see them. We're socializing, meeting them, building relationships online. So that's how the first book came into being was talking about digital body language um and then the next couple books uh, uh were social media related but what i'm doing now some wow 15 years later Uh, is I've come out as a transgender person and now I'm bringing my story as well as my knowledge of what does it mean to be non-binary and what is a transgender person to companies, to educators, to parents with the goal of making it a more um, accepting planet. So, yeah.
0: So... Help us out here. What, what does it mean? What is non-binary?
1: The world we live in today, everything has pretty much been on the binary. And when we look up the word binary, it's one or the other, black or white, hot or cold in the world of gender, the non-binary, excuse me, the binary world of gender is man, woman. So gender was kind of associated with biological birth sex. So let's say Lisa, you were born a, a female, and at the time they assign your gender as female based on your biology. So that would make you a cisgender woman, meaning you and your physical attributes match your gender identity. Is is that true? Just before I go on, because I just want to make sure that's true for you. Yeah. Well, some of us, like myself, who was born biologically with female components, my gender identity is male. So I call myself a transgender person, a trans male person. I have not gone through gender, you could call it gender reassignment surgery, or you can call it gender affirmation surgery. Um, I do not take hormones to match my gender. Probably if I were younger, I would have, but not at this stage in my life. I would think uh, I've been hesitant because surgery is risky and um, painful, and I just have not uh, done it. I would have loved to have. That was one of your questions, that you sent me was, um, what would you have done differently? I think was the question. And had I been younger, uh, I would have gone through, uh, and affirmed my gender with, um, uh, my biology with my gender identity.
0: So what inspired you to, um, personal experience, what inspired you to, to, to help others like me who like, just don't, conceptually this is kind of new and and what what inspired you to help help people
1: sure and thank you by the way because I would call you an ally of the GLBT community because you've always been so accepting and um, open to learning so I totally appreciate that and you are an ally Um, and so what what really got me to come out was I really didn't even know what was wrong with me. I had what is termed gender dysphoria all of my life, but didn't even understand what it meant to be a transgender person. I didn't even know that's what I was. I knew there was something wrong. That was always the talk, the mind talk in my head, something is wrong here. Um, But I didn't realize until I was watching a program on Lifetime and it was about transgender people non-binary people and um, I realized that was that was me and that's why all these years of what's wrong was I was uh, basically I hate to say born in the wrong body because that's really not it I mean I was born in my body and in a perfect world we would all be whoever we want to be and be accepted for who we are but that kind of got me started on the path. That was 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago. But then I went back in the closet because my family and my friends just minimized the fact that I said I was transgender. So I went back in the closet um, until about three years ago. It was like enough. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that that I'm really good at is teaching and training. And I've been doing social media training and teaching for tw- uh, 15 years. So I thought, well, you know what, I'm going to take my knowledge and take my story. and um, Uh, not only create books around it, but start training companies and uh, individuals and parents and grandparents and anybody that's willing to learn what does it mean to be transgender and gender non-binary. So that probably brings you up to what I'm doing now is, is I'm out there and I'm my, my book that I just am releasing next week is called a field guide to gender neutral language for business families and allies. And my book prior to that, I came out as trans with Don't Call Me Ma'am. So that pretty much gets you current. That was a whole lot. (laughs) This is absolutely perfect.
0: And this is what I was hoping you would share with us. And so can we just dig a little bit deeper and give the audience an idea of kind of what it like? what it feels like or what what was your experience uh during this time frame maybe even before and then maybe that period where you went back in the closet for a while just what was that like for you
1: well the way i i would i've described it in my teachings is when um i have a picture by an artist called uh, jim tweedy and the picture shows a beagle looking in a mirror and drawing a self-portrait of a german shepherd (laughs) so the beagle even though it looks it's looking in the mirror and sees a beagle what it feels like inside is a german shepherd so pretty much all of my life i've never felt comfortable in my body it never matched what i felt inside Um, so that's a very, gender dysphoria is a very um, common thing for transgender and even gender non-binary. I kind of didn't even finish the definition of that, which I will. Um, people, because you're basically walking around in a world where people make an assumption based on what they see is what's real for that person. And we all know what happens when we make assumptions. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so let me explain non-binary because we didn't finish that. I was talking about binary being male or female, one or the other black and white, but gender truly is on a spectrum. And gender, um, just like many things in nature are on a spectrum, nothing is just one or the other gender as well can can be on a spectrum some um younger folks non-millennials don't want to be put in a binary box male or female they might just say i'm non-binary i don't relate to just being one or the other and some days i might feel more like my gender identity is male or some days it might be more female so gender is on a spectrum in a lot of cases so um kind of jumping around but let's just say that I've never felt comfortable in my body and that's what people see when they meet you when I've been teaching companies they assume what they see is a female gender Um, they think uh, they might even assume my sexuality is lesbian because I have very short brown hair and um, obviously feel masculine, so they might make that assumption as well. So not only are they assuming they know my gender, they're assuming they know my sexuality as lesbian.
0: And there, there's so much out there right now on um, just the female-male relationships in uh, in the workplace or just even in families and so forth. Um, and then adding uh, this perspective is, is really quite quite interesting um, so i if, I hope it's okay if I mention this Shelley, and we can cut this out if we need to, but um, I think what spoke to me when I w- watched your last one of your last webinars where you were. Uh, talking about this and you were sharing pictures of you growing up and it was kind of like I can relate to that because I kind of grew up in the 60s and we had hip huggers and long hair and try, we were most of us were really thin and and kind of going to what we see as female I mean that was you um if I was someone looking from the outside in is that right outside outside i I would go hot chick of the 60s you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) and trust me i was the hot chick of the (laughs) 60s i looked that way as far as physical appearance you're absolutely right but what did i feel inside was totally 180 of that i was shy i was insecure i didn't talk I had that going on in my mind talk, something's wrong here. I mean, I just learned a role to play of girl, right? So I became a fabulous actor. I I acted like a girl. That's all I knew. I didn't know what a trans person was. I didn't even know what a lesbian was, honestly, that, Uh you know, there wasn't the media on it as there was. So um, it was all an act. I became a fabulous actor. As a matter of fact, if I had to do it again, I'd probably be an actor (laughs) (laughs) because I learned to be. I had to learn to be straight. Uh I acted straight. I had to act like a woman, a girl. And that was all nothing but an act because I certainly didn't feel that inside. Mm -hmm.
0: So as you went through this process, just tell us a little more about some maybe times that were um, difficult, uh, a little challenging again, or maybe just like, wow, that that turned out super great. (laughs)
1: yeah it'd probably be easy to reference the um challenging um we'll come to the that felt great in a moment but actually there are a couple those so hold that thought on the on the challenging part again it's people we've all been conditioned and i'm just as guilty as the next person what what i see is what's real for me so I make those assumptions and it's very, very hard to break them. Instead of just seeing Lisa and using the pronouns she and her, wouldn't it be nice if I'd say, hey, what name do you prefer and what are your pronouns of choice? So that way we start off the relationship using the correct pronouns that that person being respectful of that person and doing that Um, other ways you can do that in a positive fashion is to add your pronouns to your social media if you go on linkedin you'll see folks that have put their pronouns after their name also in your outlook signature a gmail signature adding your pronouns but some of the difficult moments have been um again in general but let's say my partner and I are going out to dinner and we're going to a a a really nice restaurant or doesn't even have to be a nice restaurant but we're interfacing with the wait staff and the wait staff is misgendering me the whole time hey ma'am how can we help you ma'am this and ma'am that now granted I'm in the south they're just trying to be polite I totally appreciate that but if I were training that company that restaurant company it'd be teach your people to use gender neutral pronouns because once again, you're misgendering someone, that's hurting their bottom line. Am I going to really want to leave a big tip if you just call me ma'am and she and her? Um, It affects my, my sense of being respected when I am misgendered. Again, I don't expect people to know that, so I created a tip card, which can be found at ShellyRoth.com. Shelly was an EY. You can download your tip cards. And you leave them when you go into Walgreens or you go into your doctor's appointment to help folks understand what it means to be misgendered and how to talk in a gender-neutral fashion. So those are a couple examples of difficult times. Uh, Going to the doctor is probably, especially the gynecologist, is one of the most difficult. And you'd think a doctor would be very open to learn. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. That was one of the worst experiences. Hard enough to go to a gyno as a transgender male in the first place, but having your doctor when you're trying to explain to them what your gender identity is minimize you and not even want to put it on your record is incredibly disrespectful um, and that's from a medical provider so that was a really horrible experience so, on the positive oh go ahead
0: no, i just want to jump in on that because really important what would you what are your recommendations what what would be the appropriate thing to put in the document
1: Um, Really simple. It's back to when we fill out all these forms, we we fill out our name and our birth date. Why not have an area for gender and even make it easier? People, some people don't understand, have list gender non-binary or transgender, not just or maybe and male, female, gender non-binary, transgender male, transgender female
0: okay I love the tip sheet by the way I, I went out there and I'm like oh I get I gosh how many times do I even because you're yeah, from the south too and I lived in Georgia for 11 years you got the whole yes ma'am no
1: ma'am and <laughs> and,
0: and, and now as I get older I'm not really sure I like that anyway but just that, that tip sheet is so wonderful just to some well, good morning, period, how are you doing, is certainly as acceptable as good morning, ma'am, or sir. Exactly. You don't have to add that on. And then it just takes away the guessing. Just say, good morning.
1: Right. And that's exactly why why I ended up with this fifth book, um, a feel guided gender neutral language is I wanted to expand that tip card in a way to include um, families and businesses and um, allies like yourself, you know, how can you be supportive with your language out in the world in your writings and in verbal communication?
0: Absolutely. So I interrupted you just to kind of broaden to talk about that a little bit more, but I, you might have been going into something great. So we'll go there. <laughs>
1: Um, well, I think you were saying the positive things um, I, like my insurance company, um, Amica, I got uh, something in the mail from them and it was addressed to MX period Roth instead of Miss or Mrs. or Ms. It was the new honorarium MX and I believe it's pronounced mix and that way you're staying neutral all across the board. So that was an amazing um, positive uh not ask for from them, it just happened. Um, Some other positives, checking in for United Airlines back when we were flying before all this craziness, um, right there on the check-in, it was male, female, other. Um, UT Medical, um, male, female, or non-binary. So we're seeing a lot of companies add this to their intake forms, which is very, very, very positive.
0: That is very positive. Yes. Um, So, tell me a little bit about other receptivity. um, Kind of how has the receptiveness been? You've had you've got two books out now. You've been doing your workshops. Uh, Give us a. I know for me here at in Fort Collins, Colorado, I was working with someone um, with the city of Fort Collins, and they have this. The uh, what do you call it? Gender preferences the pronouns you want at the bottom of their um uh their signature so I thought that was positive and but receptivity tell me a little about that
1: um well the first book the don't call me ma'am which is uh my coming out story um it's gotten positive reviews i would say my my big goal right now is to be able to take this this um, gift I have of teaching and training and, and bring who I am to businesses to help them understand and be more tolerant and I hate the word tolerant, to be more accepting or at least educated about um, transgender and gender non-binary people but what I'm finding out there and one of the, the reasons I'm thrilled to be joining the diversity crew up in Dallas is I have such a small little portion of the the diversity story if you will, the diversity training um, that it's better to have other folks whether it's unconscious bias or training around um, any diverse diversity and inclusion topics I'm just a very small piece so I've pretty much been challenged especially with COVID and not being able to I've had a lot of speaking gigs cancel um, and not go virtual Uh, but I do have a couple speaking gigs coming up with um partners in prevention university of texas invited me to be at their virtual event talking on gender neutral language and gender 101 so there are positives um i think this next book is really going to help put me on the map because it really talks to so many businesses families and allies it really covers it all and just how to be more inclusive with your language um So that hasn't been released yet, but I'm hoping, working with the diversity crew up in Dallas to get a lot more exposure as well. And what's the release date of your book again? It is releasing a week from this Friday, um, and I will be having a launch party uh, for the book. Happy to send you that link, but um, we'll be doing, it'll be live streamed on Facebook. On my Shelly Roth page, on my Springboard Works Facebook page, as well as on my YouTube channel, so anybody can join in. We'll be have lots of giveaways, books to give away, and free stuff to give away.
0: Just it just it, I I personally can't wait. I think I signed up for the to be part of the launch party as well. Um, Thank you. I, I love how you take. You know all of your experiences in your life, and really just keep working with them, so to help other people just understand. And I think that's part of the kind of like step one of understanding differences is just educating people. And I, I, I'm thinking you feel the same way. The stories are good, but th- then what do I do? How do I um, how do I understand? How do, what tools do I have in my toolbox to help me? you know if i am at a at a cafe or i'm checking out and and uh, you know my the person i'm working with i'm not really sure so how how do i flex my brain so um to be able to be respectful and and just to kind of i i kind of like the word honor differences i don't know about you
1: Shelley. oh honor uh, differences see that's uh, good you you might not accept it but uh, but honor it cuz Everyone, in my opinion, has a right to be respected and to be um on the earth and be treated equally. so I love that honor differences that's I love it
0: so what kind of what what uh this it wasn't one of our list of questions maybe it was i don't know, but you know this is to me such a legacy what what do you want people? What do you
1: kind of want for the world? Let's go big picture. What do you want for the world? <laughs> well, oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. I want well, everybody I to have a roof over their head and to have food on the table and, I mean, in the big scheme of things, in my little tiny weenie niche of the world, I, and what I'm trying to accomplish again is just to educate and I'm not saying accept, I'm not saying sing kumbaya with, but at least as you stated, learn enough to be educated. That doesn't mean you have to accept. And the the biggest thing, what I want to see, and the reason I'm even doing this work, is every dollar that comes in from the book and my speaking goes to a local Houston-based nonprofit, the Association for Family and Community Integrity, understandinggay.org, Because here's the thing. What I want to see is I don't want to see any child or teenager on the street being kicked out of the house by their parents because they choose to be gay, because they they are transgender. I shouldn't say choose, because they are gay. They don't choose. They are gay. They are transgender. They are binary, non-binary. I don't want to see those kids homeless. Because the suicide rate in particular for transgender people is like, 40% higher than the regular suicide rate. So what's near and dear to my heart, why am I doing this work? Why is every dollar going to this nonprofit? Because I want to make a difference and do what I can while I still am alive. Uh, Social media is great. I've loved every minute of it. I'm still training people on LinkedIn, but this work is is important to me um, for our youth uh, and for parents to get educated so they realize that's their child that they're kicking out of the house. I mean, there so many stories I could tell you from what I've seen and researched and watched that just too many families don't understand. And um, the children are impacted by that. And it's, it's just not good.
0: So is, is there one story that does, that you do remember? We have a little bit of time. Would you mind sharing it? Because I think that is really important of, you know, as as you know, helping families be families, and so uh, and it's it's terrible. It breaks my heart to think that. Uh, and, and I know you do your research on on all this on all of this. What is is there a compelling story you'd like to share with us?
1: Well, I'd say on a positive note. Um, I'm not the best storyteller, so I'll just kind of relay a couple, um, just a couple families. Like I was just watching something the other day, and. It was a dad embracing their transgender son, keeping in mind this this child was maybe eight or nine or ten, whatever it was, it doesn't matter. The, The child knew that they were not born in the body they wanted. And the father was just so embracing and basically said he was in a, a group with other parents and telling the other parents, you guys, you've, you've got to love your child. You have a unicorn. You, you were given a unicorn. And I just that's so stuck with me because how amazing is a unicorn? And here you have one in your family to learn from. And um, so that stuck with me. That just happened a couple of weeks ago. And then I have another uh, colleague that had adopted. Um, she is a lesbian, um, and her, she and her partner, her and her partner, adopted an African American baby. And now that baby is about five years old, and they are totally one hundred percent supporting and accepting of their um, of their child, who is a transgender female woman, if you will, not a woman yet, because they're only eight years old, but 100% supportive of this child that was biologically born a male. So those are two very positive stories to watch parents love the, the person, the child, and accept them and support them. I mean, that's all we can do. That is your blood right there. And all they want you to do is love and accept them. For who they are.
0: That is, I love that story. Thank you, love and acceptance, and you know, you know, I'm all about love, Shelly.
1: Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Figure it out and love. Right. Um, so, before we kind of wrap up, what is a final message you would like to leave with our listeners? <sighs>
1: You know, I would say it, it's something that's rung true for me most of my adult life, but it, it you, you, you should never stop being open to learning. I don't care what you're learning, whether it's how to play a guitar or to paint or what does it mean to be non-binary, never stop learning and growing uh, because that's really why else are we here but to evolve um as a human race and so that's w- one of the reasons I think I'll I'll continue on my path and never retire because I think it's so important to always learn and grow.
0: Yeah, I just I was sitting here thinking, I mean you could you could be hanging out in the beach in Galveston and fully retired and and but you felt this compelling this you have a mission, you have a belief, and, and um, to help others learn, and you're continuing on with it. And you're using your social media resources because you were just out on, what was it, stream something? or
1: StreamYard.
0: <laughs> you're, uh, you're always learning technology as well. And plus, by the way, for our guests, if you are not on Shelley Roth's Friday emails, you need to get on her email list. Uh, that is a must do um, if you're doing any kind of business if, or if you're still in the workplace or just want to stay involved just in some way with social media and understanding it. Shirley Roth puts out these amazing Friday emails, and I've been on them for years. And even if you want to learn email marketing, that's it. But you are out there, Shelley. You are fabulous. <laughs>
1: I I know. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the easiest way is Shelly with an EY, ShellyRoth.com. You can can sign up for my YouTube videos or just go to my YouTube channel. They're all out there and searchable. But thank you. Yeah, I still enjoy doing those, Lisa. And I love social media for a marketing tool. But now this gender stuff really is what I'm trying to invest my time in um, right now, even though I'm still doing some social media. Absolutely. So
0: um, so how how do we find you and how do we get connected and how do we keep up with what's going on with your new focus?
1: Um, Really, shellyroth.com has little um, images where you can click to sign up for newsletter, where you can click to go to my website, where you can click to see my books. It's just the easiest way to do it at shellyroth.com. And if someone wants to email me, maybe they have a child or grandchild. I get calls probably three, four times a month from a grandparent, just wants to support and help on how to to address their, their loved one. You can email me at sroth at shellyroth.com as well. I'm happy to be here for anybody that just needs an ear.
0: And and I'm going to add to that. When I attended the last webinar, I shared it with some of my friends who I know have uh, family members who kind of cross the spectrum, as you say, in in different ways. And I sent it to them, and they were were very um, thankful just to to have some support on uh, language and education and, and, and just kind of what to do. How do you do it? And and know that it's not, they're not alone as well. Uh, yeah. That there is support out there and there is education. And, um, and you know, lo- love is going to make it happen, Shelly, as you said.
1: Absolutely. That's yeah. all we can be and is that's love. All,
0: that's all we can. And, you yep. know, I, I just, everything I know you do um I'm just gonna brag on you for a minute. <laughs> Everything you do always comes from the heart. Ever since Give to Grow, all the way till now, is is to me is looking at what do I have, and yeah, you're building a business. Absolutely, that was a focus for a long time. But there's also this piece of how do I how do I give back? How do I help? kind of help the world be a better place. And, and I, I think you do that with everything you do. And and I personally want to thank you for all that. And I'm just fortunate to be part of your universe. I really appreciate
1: it. Lisa, that. thank you. And I'm glad we're not on a Zoom call because I'm like, like, I'm going, oh, gosh, oh, gee, and shuffling <laughs> my feet. <laughs> <laughs> you are. So um,
0: So I think with that, will uh, if, if, would you like to add anything else before we wrap up?
1: No, I just want to thank you because I feel very similar with you. You're always, always growing, and I so admire that about you. And thank you for having me on your podcast and um, introducing me to your world. I so appreciate that.
0: Oh, you're very welcome. So welcome to the rest of my universe, and thank you so much for joining me today. And I wish you the best with your book launch um, it, it, I think it's the 25th. Is that right? Somewhere Correct.
1: Right next week from Friday, September Yep. 25th. 25th
0: is the book launch, and actually, we'll be um, open in the po- We'll be pro- broadcasting the podcast around that time as well. So, thank you again, and thank you to the audience. And looking forward to our next It's Your Live podcast. Stay tuned. So that's a wrap for today. We have so enjoyed you being with us. I hope you learned something new, got some inspiration, and you are ready to move forward with your own new season. Remember, we are living life at any age. Take some time to visit the other social media sites. Give us some feedback. Shoot me an email on Facebook. And remember, until then, stay safe and keep on living. Cheers.